Anna Aiken is the creator of Daring to Believe, a platform for women to share their stories with an emphasis on embracing authenticity and avoiding perfection. The goal is to give women permission to be themselves, raw and true to life while reflecting the redemption that is in every story and celebrating how God makes us whole. This includes women of all ethnicities, shapes, and histories. Thank you for joining Daring to Believe. This is your host, Anna Aiken. And friends, I am so excited and humbled to have on the other line with us Candace Coffey, the creator and founder of Ever Be Cosmetics. Candace, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. First of all, I apologize. I forgot to clarify with you. Did I say your name correctly? You sure did. Candace Coffee. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Praise God. <laughs> so Candace, for those of you, um, for, for those of our friends who don't know you, um, I just want to give a quick snapshot. Um, friends, as all of us, we were, I was scrolling through my Instagram and, uh, I love to follow Priscilla Shire and she had highlighted this wonderful business, a small business that I believe is soon to boom because she is <laughs> trusting God, um, yes. for the multiplication here because she adds value to women. She adds value mm. because she is identifying that your identity in Christ is what's important. Um, and yeah. so, uh, Candace, share a little bit about yourself, about your family, and um, yeah, and your story, because we're so excited to hear. Sure. So I am 39, and it's so funny because in this process, I've had to talk, you know, with different people, and I think I thought I was still in my 20s, <laughs> but like having to say, oh, I'm almost 40, like it's a, like a whole new um, mindset, but it's not bad. Um, so I am, you know, looking forward to being in my forties, but right now I am 39 and I currently live right outside Nashville, Tennessee and have been here for probably, let's see, about five and a half years. And I have two girls. One is getting ready to go in middle school. So that has been, um, an adjustment, but also we're trying to, um, you know, look at the positives and be excited and new adventures and all that good stuff. And then I have a third grader. Um, she is going to be nine in October. So, oh, and of course I have a big giant dog. His, his name is Nash. Aww. He's a giant schnauzer and he's definitely a part of our family. So I have to include him <laughs> in that. And, um, yeah, so a little bit about me. I grew up in the mountains of North Carolina and I went to Appalachian State University and found my husband. And we've been married 17 years. Wow. And um, we're best friends. Like, I'm happily married, I have to say. Praise God. Mm -hmm. um, we are um, still happy. We actually, um, this is a side note, but we've been taking ballroom dancing lessons. Wonderful. That's so cool. <laughs> and leaving, you know, the lover of Jesus that I am, I'm like, this is all so spiritual. <laughs> like, God is even in ballroom dancing. Like it's just been so beautiful to even listen to the um, instructor talk about lead and follow, but I don't have to get into all of that. So that's currently um, sort of what we're doing. And, you know, it's summer here and it's pool days and my daughter is in basketball camp and I have my other daughter will be in golf camp next week. And 
you know, I'm working and doing ever be stuff during the day, but also juggling being a mom and then doing some ballroom dancing at nighttime. <laughs> I love that. So I agree with you when you were saying you were doing ballroom dancing. I am not a dancer, so, but there is a lot of leading, right? You have mm-hmm. to follow, you have to submit. Um, yeah. Because if you have two leaders, it's not going to go well. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's so like, as the lady was talking, I was like, do you understand how spiritual, like everything that you're saying, not only for a husband and a wife, but also in regards to our relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and allowing him to lead us and not get ahead of him. And, you know, it's just a really cool thing. And she looked at me like I had 10 heads, <laughs> 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 but yes, you are correct. I love um, it. Planting that yeah. seed though. So, it, yeah. you know, maybe somebody else will come around and, and mention the same thing and she'll be like, Oh, I remember remember when the coffees came here and mentioned yes. this. Yes. Cool. We were talking earlier, Candace, about your daughter playing basketball. She's in basketball camp. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought this was kind of funny because we were talking about practicing like that six feet distancing. Um, right. Why don't you share a little bit about that real quickly before we get into your story? Because I thought that was great. Yeah. So she, you know, being, she's good at basketball too, and she loves it. So after, um, you know, going through the whole coronavirus thing and then showing up and having basketball looks different for her now. And so, you know, she's having to have her temperature taken and then, you know, she's trying not to be frustrated, but they also are not able to play as much contact as she would like, like scrimmaging. They're doing a lot of like fundamentals and, um, hand washing, like she literally said, mom, I think we had to wash our hands probably like 15 times a day. And then at lunch, they kind of have to sit like a seat in between each other. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a new normal for her, but I told her, I said, you know what, just be thankful that you even get to go to basketball camp and that you're able to play and be respectful and just have, you know, an attitude with gratitude. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, we're all learning, even the youngest, about this new this new season, right? It's a lot yeah. of um, learning new things and accepting new things. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So I love your story, um, and I really want our, hear, our, our listeners, sorry, to, right. to just hear about this. Like, how did Everbe happen? Sure. And it has so many parts and pieces. And so we'll just see where the Holy Spirit takes us. Um, And if at any point you have a question for me, Mm -hmm. like just interrupt me because sometimes I like to talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I love it. (laughs) But so I would say moving here to Nashville was probably um, pivotal because after we moved here, I like my relationship with the Lord in our previous town had started to take off and I was learning more about him and how he saw me and he was in every detail and that it mattered. And I grew up in the church. So I always knew that the Lord loved me and I loved him, but I didn't think I understood what it meant to have an intimate relationship with him on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And so moving to Nashville I met some incredible women 
And man, there's like a whole sermon even or a whole like mini preach about just surrounding yourself with women who are hungry for the Lord and encouraging and what that does, because I learned that he does talk to me. I do have a purpose. And if I want more, there is more. And I literally prayed this prayer in, I think it was 2017. And it was a prayer that I think I had prayed, but I truly meant it from the bottom of my heart. And I was currently a school teacher and I just said, Lord, I just want to be used by you. Like whatever you have for me, I will do it. I just want to work for your kingdom. I want to be the hands and feet of you. And so here I am, hands open. I surrender it all to you. And it was at that moment that there was this feeling, a prompting, I don't know what you, but a shift. Mm -hmm. And so I knew the Lord had heard my prayer and that just sort of catapulted this journey of me understanding that he does care even more than I even thought. And then learning how to lean into the Holy spirit. And, uh, what's funny is that, um, right after that prayer, probably like six months, we had a new school that was opening in our neighborhood. And I currently was working about 25, 30 minutes um, from my house. And my girls went to a different school at the time. They went to the neighborhood school, but new school was opening. And the principal at my current school got named the principal at the new school. Hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's like amazing. Now I'm going to have an opportunity to go to a school in my neighborhood. That's literally like a minute drive, Mm -hmm. have my old principal and be at the same school as my girls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Lord, that's really comfortable. And it doesn't at all go with the prayer that I pray. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, but okay. Um, Thank you. Right. Like I love it. And so I worked at the school for a year, but it was all God. Like that was just like icing on the cake, I think, because it was great. Um, But I knew there was transition coming and I knew there was a shift coming. And so I think I was constantly waiting for him to show me, right? Like I knew it was coming. I could feel it, but I was just like, whatever, God, I'm, I'm open. I'm here. And so it wasn't until let's see, October of 2018, that I had the dream about going into a makeup store and picking up a a tube of lipstick, black and gold that had Psalm 34 on it. And so, you know, that's a lot of time that passes, but at this, you know, in that God's not about time, but I think he was doing a work in me and preparing me. So can I pause you right there? Because I love you said so many things that I don't want our friends to miss. Um, and, and I see a theme with all the Mm -hmm. women I've been interviewing, there's this theme. So I really want to just highlight it. And it's so amazing how God, we all have different stories, but God has like his own outline, Mm -hmm. (laughs) His, his own template. And I love how you said, number one, surrounding yourself with women, praying Mm -hmm. women, believers, um, who are encouraging you. Um, number two, you said you, you prayed this prayer because you just wanted to be used. And one of the words, I don't know if I saw it in your, um, bio, 
but you, I felt like it was just this ultimate surrender and acceptance mm-hmm. of God yeah. use me, um, mm-hmm. in whatever capacity. And then three, like you, I love what you said, like, okay, thank you. I love this. You know, you're giving <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's nicely in a bow, but you were spiritually aware to know that wasn't it. Right. And, and you're okay with that. And, um, I love the part where you said you leaned in because sometimes, yeah. and I'll throw myself out there, I don't like to lean in if I already like the gift that he's mm-hmm. already given. <laughs> I totally understand. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I love how you just highlighted all those many different things. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted our, our listeners no, to hear, hear those things. So um, go ahead. I'm sorry, Candace. You're fine. Um, yeah, so it was, and I want to say too, like, I feel like as women, sometimes when it comes to the Lord, we get super excited, right? Like it's who we are. It's how we were created. And we catch a glimpse of something and we go all in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good sometimes, but I also feel like we constantly have to be in the word of God making sure that it's not our desires, but that it's his desires. Mm. And so I think it is a constant surrender because, you know, there were moments where I'm like, Lord, is this it? Oh, is this it? Oh, is this it? You know, I thought it was honestly going to be ministry. Mm. I thought that it would be, you know, ministry in the church because, you know, running parallel to what God was doing, I was also in the church learning about the gifts of the spirit and praying for people and experiencing people having healings and miracles. And, you know, it was all in the church. And so in my brain, I thought, oh, well, God's going to open a door and I'm just going to do ministry full time in the church. Mm. And so I think we we just have to be careful not to make sure that what we think and what we want is what he's got planned. Mm. Um, and so that was part of that process. I feel like that year after I prayed the prayer where I was really navigating, okay, Lord, is this you, is this you? And it all ties back into being surrounded with women who help you press in, right. Who are honest with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, really leaning into prayer to say, okay, God is, is, are you opening this door or is this me striving? Is this me pushing? Mm. Um, and so with all that to say, I, I just think as women, um, you know, making sure that we are constantly surrendering and laying it all down, like, Lord, you know, I want to be 100% certain that you are in this and that it's none of me, but all of you. And so, um, I just had to say that. I don't know why, but I think back that's to the really great actually, <laughs> because I just did another interview with someone the other day and exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying, uh, Candace is so important. And, and she said the same exact thing. She said, I had this vision that I was going to be in mm-hmm. ministry, but it right. ended up being completely not what she expected. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, her name's Corey Smith and it's core eats. And she ended up having like this, a family problem that ended up it's booming her business because she just started doing something to help her family because they had like a dietary issue. 
and it was wow. nothing. <laughs> it's like you, right? Uh, yeah. Nothing of what we anticipated. <laughs> and that's how good God is. And, yeah. and friends, I just want to really share this is because this Friday we're having like a double um, release of Daring to Believe, which is your story and Corey Smith. And I just love, love, love how the Holy Spirit is moving because when you just said, I don't know why I had, I said this, but I just had to Mm -hmm. unbeknownst to you, Corey just said the same thing. Amazing! It's so great because I, I, I think that women need to hear this because we get so frustrated We have our plans written out. We think Mm -hmm. it's going to be X, Y, and Z by this many years. You know, um, I'm going to be in the corporate ladder by, I don't know, you know, at the top of this, making this amount of money and have this car or this many kids and be married by this. And no, God has (laughs) established your steps. He is planning it and you just got to release it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I love that you listen to the Holy Spirit and share that. So thank you for that, because I I really feel like God is wanting women to hear that. Um, Let go of your expectations and let God work in that in your life. So, um, right. It's funny that you say that because I have, well, you and I are like kindred spirits here because I have a big chalkboard in my dining room. Yeah. (laughs) When I put scripture on, you know, hence the dry erase marker, but I put scripture on this, this big, like chalkboard thing in our dining room. And the whole year of 2018, every time I went to erase this scripture, which is the heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. Mm -hmm. Like every time I went to erase it, I felt a check and it was like, Nope, you haven't gotten it yet. (laughs) Mm, And it was literally up there all year, that one small scripture Mm -hmm. to just make sure that we remember that the heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. It was so good. So I love that, that we had this little like moment here to, to chat about that because it is so true. Yes. Yeah. Because I think we do, we, we beat our heads against the wall and we get, we cry out to the, to God, like, why isn't this Mm -hmm. happening? And, you know, we're both moms and we're, we know better than our kids, mm-hmm. right? And the Heavenly right. Father knows so much better than us. And we just have to stop clamoring for what we want and <laughs> exactly. allow him to work. So I'm intrigued that you had this dream and you're not right. even in the cosmetic business. This is where God right. really takes off. Um, exactly. So I have this dream and and I wake up and I thought, you know, and it was kind of, it was a dream, but I was sort of in that lucid place where you're falling asleep, but you're not exactly asleep. And so I did kind of come to afterwards and I was like, oh, you know, I'll have to read Psalm 34 in the morning. I wonder what that's all about. Hmm. And so the next morning I, I read Psalm 34 and it literally, I mean, I wish I could tell you it was like, you know, sunshine came out and fireworks went off and it wasn't like that. It was very quiet when I read it, but at the same time, I just knew I was like, Lord, is this what you're telling me to do? Because Psalm 34, there were so many things that he highlighted and, um, I love makeup. I wear makeup, but I'm also not necessarily a makeup person. Like I put it on once a day and I don't reapply all day long. Like, you know, I'm not constantly concerned about my makeup, but I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. this could be a thing. And I felt 
in my spirit that, you know, he didn't audibly say this, but I felt like I wasn't supposed to tell anybody that I was supposed to keep it very quiet Mm. and sort of just sit with it for a while. And so that was October and it was probably a month later that I walked into a makeup store. I think it was Ulta. I'm not sure. And I had my girls with me and I had never noticed before, um, but there was this giant cutout of a mascara and it was like better than sex mascara. Mm. And I realized in that moment, standing there with both my girls, that this was a problem. Right. And that the Lord had given me the solution to a problem that I didn't even really know existed. And so I, of course, was like, oh, and my children can read and we're in the store. (laughs) You know, I just think I would have brushed around it or not even noticed it. And so then I began looking at different um, makeups and looking at their labels and what they were called. And, you know, I just started putting all the pieces together and I was like, well, yeah, God, like you're in the marketplace, you're in culture, of course, like this could totally be what, you know, you would have me do. And I'm very passionate about speaking the word of God and praying out loud. Like that's just something that's been instilled in me, you know, since I can remember. And that's when it was paired with with the word of God. Like these women need to speak it, apply it, be it. And it just came to, I mean, it was so um, easy and simple. Like, yes, God, of course you, you love women so much that this is a solution to a problem. Absolutely. And so that's sort of when it became real to me. Reading the scripture the morning after I had the dream was great. But then understanding that in our culture, this truly is a problem mm-hmm. and um, that God had given the solution. And so it was probably, let's see, that was October, you know, 2019 rolled around and it was January. So I'm now, I'm still working, right? I'm, I'm at the school with my kids. Oh, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I went part-time, which kind of makes my job that much dreamier because I only work two and a half days a week Wow, out of school in my neighborhood <laughs> with my girls. Like it was pretty dreamy. Right. Um, and again, I went to sleep one night and I really felt like the, and the Lord talks to me a lot when I sleep. Like, I feel like we, you know, we all have to figure out how the Lord speaks to us and when he speaks. And when I lay down at nighttime, it's like, I I'm just more available. I think my spirit is because my body is resting and I have no distraction, Um, but I'm sleeping and I feel the numbers five and eight, like just heavy. Like it's constantly going like all like, in my spirit, like five through eight, five through eight, five through eight. And I woke up and I knew, okay, the months five through eight is when God is really going to move. And I have to wait until then. Mm. And so that was in January and I wrestled. I mean, I will tell you January through that end of the year, I really wrestled with the fact of like having to walk this thing out. Like, what is this going to look like? I have to walk away from my job. Not only that, but I have to tell people. Mm -hmm. 
I'm walking away from my job to do this thing that God has called me to do. And it became real and also challenging. Can I'm just going to be. I think that's just amazing. So if I could just pause, because there was so much rich content there. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I was just like, I wish I would have wrote everything down because it was just really speaking to my heart that, uh, I mean, like you said, it was a dreamy job. You were working two mm-hmm. days a week, but I want to mm-hmm. rewind a little bit. Candice, when you were um, dreaming about Psalms 34, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a scripture verse from what I'm hearing that you were studying, right? which is amazing. And then you go into, you know, the makeup store and I loved what you said. There was a problem. Mm -hmm. And what has just been highlighted this past week for me is that People are finding their purpose when they mm-hmm. find the problem and then they marry their passion and then right. it equals their purpose. Your yeah. passion was, you know, speaking the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And you married it with the problem that you saw. Another thing that I think is just so amazing how God works is that he chose you who a person who only applies makeup. So it's not like you're over here making these video tutorials, you know, pick out this kind of makeup. And isn't that so amazing how God works? Because it's humble beginnings, right? I'm going to pick somebody, Candace Coffee, who knows, I'm not saying nothing about cosmetics, but isn't wrapped up in cosmetics, I should say. And then when I do this, when I pick her, then my name is going to be highlighted, not yeah. her name. And I just think, wow. Yeah, it's so, it's beautiful because God calls those who feel like they're not equipped, right? Mm. But because he calls you, and I always go back to the scripture. I don't remember specifically where it is in Psalms, but it says your anointing has made me mighty and strong. And so it's that constant Lord, I have no idea, but you do. So I'm going to trust because, you know, he he wouldn't get the glory for this story if I had a background in cosmetics, right? Because right. then it would sort of be, it would make sense to people. Mm-hmm. But what I love is that, you know, God wants to get the glory and he wants to do what seems impossible and make it possible. And I mean, I think that he wants to do that with every woman, mm-hmm. you know? Amen. That's a great point right there. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're a teacher by trade. <laughs> I'm a teacher. You know, like, come on. I'm a teacher. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, in the struggle, in J- that time in 2019, when I was tr- trying to really wrestle with what this was going to look like, and, you know, it was becoming real to me, I had gone to work and I actually was a leader in my school. I was a teacher, but um, I was out of the classroom. I was considered to be a reading coach. And so basically what I did is I helped teachers teach reading. And then I also helped children who were struggling to read. And so um, that whole entire day, I felt so great about my job because I was confident. You know, I'd helped so many teachers. I had helped children. And all day long, I was like, Lord, why? Hmm. Why am I not content 
feeling, you know, confident and, you know, feeling comfortable? Why am I not content? Why can't I be satisfied? Am I sure this is what you want me to do? And I literally had that conversation with him all day long. And again, I went to sleep that night forgetting that I had asked him that all day long, right? We constantly, you know, we do that. We ask him all these questions and then he answers and we're like, what? (laughs) But um, I had laid down that night to go to sleep, just feeling a little bit, you know, in turmoil about not being content and why did I not want to be comfortable, you know? And um, there was this moment and I don't even know if I'm going to do it justice at explaining, but I was turning over, like literally just, going from one side to the next. And as I was doing that, it was literally like, because my eyes were closed, it was almost like lightning or like a, hey, Candace, you better wake up because I'm about to speak. (laughs) In the moment from going from one side to the next, I clearly heard the words, put off the old man and put on new revelation. Wow. And he said it twice. How that happened in that one second that I rolled over, I don't know. Um, But I heard it twice and it was like, I think then I also understood what revelation meant. Like when you truly get revelation, it does something within your spirit. Like it's not just a a knowing, Mm -hmm. but, and then I, I was like, oh my gosh, God, thank you so much. And I said, Lord, that would make a great Instagram post. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, why did you just tell me that Lord? And then I was like, oh yeah, dummy, you've been asking yourself the question all day long. Why? You know, like you spent all day wondering. And I, I think it was that crossover. um, When we go from glory to glory, or when we are transitioning into who God calls us to be, it's leaving who we are behind. Mm. And I literally had to put off everything that I was confident in and knew about myself. And, you know, I had to literally put it off and walk in new revelation. And it was from that point forward, you know, I still had some questionable days, but I kept going back to what he said to me that night. Like, okay, this feels really weird, but it's supposed to feel weird Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's new and, um, I even wrestled with as the year went on and May got closer and closer. I was like, Lord, I'll just work part time my two and a half days. And then on the other days, I'll do work for Everby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we can make that work. And it was like, yeah, no, that's not that's not true obedience. Like you're not you're halfway in and halfway out. You're not truly walking in faith if that's the attitude you're going to have. And so. I literally walked into my principal and I just said, I'm not coming back next year. The Lord has told me I need to do something and I have to do it. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So the end of, so that was like the end of school is like May 20th or something. And so we get out of school and I'm like, shoot, May's coming to an end. Like I gotta like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? And I got online And I think I literally looked up how to start a cosmetics company. (laughs) And I, I printed off like the 10 steps, right? And step one was create an LLC. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I can do that. 
Um, so I found a little attorney's office here in town and I walked in and I said, I need to start an LLC. And she's like, Oh really? What are you going to do? And I was like, well, I'm not really sure, but I know I'm going to have makeup and it's going to have scripture on it. <laughs> she was like, Oh, okay. She's like, well, what's it going to be called? And I was like, well, I'm not sure. The Lord had not told me ever be at this point. So literally I said, I don't know. And she said, well, we have to call it something or we can't start an LLC. And I said, well, my name's Candace Coffee, and it's going to be beauty. So how about CC Beauty? And she's like, that sounds great. Wow. Wow. I love this. Um, you're speaking this out now. You're being bold and you're you're sharing because at one time yeah. you felt God was telling you not to say anything, which I love because the enemy will destroy mm-hmm. it before it even yeah. it's in seed form. So that's great. So it used to be CC um, Beauty. Beauty. Well, and it's still like as an LLC, I'm CC Beauty, but my brand is Everbe. Okay. So it it can still all work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, so that was May. And then shortly after I started researching and I had talked with a few manufacturers. I mean, and it, honestly, like figuring out the chemistry side of a formula, I just was like, holy cow, there's so much more in this than I even imagined. Um, but lo and behold, I found out that there, 30 minutes away from me, is a manufacturer makeup cosmetics manufacturing company. What? Wow. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I will just go and familiarize myself with this process so that I can at least, you know, not feel, you know, ignorant in all the areas. And so I contacted their client specialist, somebody, and I said, can I come tour your facility? I'm just starting off and, you know, I just have my LLC. I don't really know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. And she said, sure, come on. We'll put you in a coat. Just, you know, you can tour our facility, whatever. So I drive 30 minutes and I pull up to this gigantic, beautiful facility. And I was like, what am I doing right now? Like, why? don't know anything about anything other than the fact that I'm CC beauty and I have scripture on my makeup. Like I don't know anything. So I, I thought, you know what? I, I'll just be real quiet, say yes, please. And thank you. Be mannerable. And then I'll just get out. Right. So I go in, it's so intimidating because it's so beautiful. I mean, it's, it was stunning. So we go into this boardroom. Everything is super white Mm -hmm and very contemporary. And I'm like, Hey, how are you? You know, just making small talk. So I tour the facility. And as I am walking through, you know, looking at the manufacturing side of makeup, I see all the big name brands like going down the line. Wow. And I was like, okay, I feel really, I'm not feeling confident. Like I just need to get the heck out of Dodge. I'm so way out of, you know, my league. And so, um, Still ask, I asked a lot of questions and the guy that was on the tour, he was amazing. 
you know, we had some laughs because he was a guy talking to me about makeup and water-based versus wax-based and all the things. <laughs> and so I go back upstairs and I'm taking off the lab coat and like the hairnet and everything. And I just said, thank you so much for having me in today. And she goes, oh no, you're not leaving yet. I have a whole day planned for us. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, um, okay. She's like, well, I've ordered lunch and the CEO will be in very soon to talk with you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I was like, shoot, I even have to eat lunch with these people. Like I have to make small talk about like, are they going to ask me about cosmetics data around the world? And then, you know, like what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And the CEO comes in and she's a woman and I am not like, like, I love men. Trust me. I have a husband, but I was so like at ease at the fact that she was a woman, right? right? Like, Oh, it's not going to, you know, she's going to be like understanding and a little bit more understanding and softer, whatever. So she comes in and then they bring in the color specialist. Um, and one other person, I can't remember exactly what, what she did, but we're just sitting there talking, eating lunch. And the CEO says, all right, so Candace, um, tell me about your brand and tell me like, what makes your brand different than other brands? Oh my gosh. And I took a big (laughs) breath and I, you know, in the marketplace, like bringing up God and the fact that you've had a dream, like, am I going to sound like a cuckoo person? Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't know these people, but that's all I had to go on. And so, but I will tell you, I had this thing rise up in me and I just will never forget it. I looked her square in the face and I said, you know what? This makeup brand doesn't exist. There is no makeup brand that is like the brand that I want to create. And she's like, oh, tell me more, you know, and I said, well, this brand is going to affirm a woman's, you know, identity because there's going to be scripture on it. It's going to be rooted in the word of God. Mm. And they listened to my story and they all like clapped at the end. They were so amazing and so receiving. And basically we had some more conversation, but she said, you know what? We don't partner with small businesses we basically have like, you know, big, big businesses, she said, but we would love to partner with you. Wow. And help you on this journey. And I was like, what? And, um, they have just been amazing. Like they've taught me so much. And, you know, so that sort of began our relationship with, um, me understanding formulas and branding and, you know, all the business side of the makeup. And I just, and they're 30 minutes down the road. Yeah. You know? So Candace, I, I'm like in awe over here (laughs) because I bet when you transferred from North Carolina to Nashville, never did you expect like, I'm going to go visit this, you know, cosmetic plant that's 30 minutes away from where I'm going to live. And I'm going to start my own makeup. You just probably thought, okay, this is where my family and I are going to start a new life. I'm going to find a teaching job, X, Y, Mm -hmm. and Z. This is where my kids are going to go to school. Everything that as parents, as women, as, you know, we plan. Right. And and it it looks good. It's like, yes. Yes. You have like your checklist and you have the box and you're just checking it off. 
what I just continually hear and see when you're sharing your story is your boldness. <laughs> the boldness just to say, okay, I'm going to go into the internet, praise God for internet, and just right. let me see how I could start a company. And then mm -hmm. how wonderful 30 minutes down the road is this cosmetic manufacturing company. Then right. you call, like all of this could not have happened if you weren't willing to take the steps. They weren't going to come to you. They weren't going to seek you. You had to fully accept all that God was telling you to do, which is mm -hmm. quit your job, no sitting on the fence, no lukewarm. Right. You got to go all in. I need you to do this. Don't be a victim, not wah, wah. I don't have anyone. Right. I don't know anything. And you went and you research and you investigate. And it's like, again, I just keep hearing like humble beginnings. Um, right. And then you were just so bold just to say, this is what mm -hmm. I don't see. Pretty much, like you said, you saw all these name brands and right. how, you know, the enemy does play on our identity as you're walking mm -hmm. down and probably feeling less than like, who am I? I am not oh worthy. Goodness. Yeah. These are giants. Yes. And you had your slingshot and you were like David and saying, you know, I believe in God and I'm going to knock down these giants, not in a negative connotation, right. but just that giant that as women, we feel if we put on this kind of makeup, like what was that name of that one makeup that just sounded like just so demeaning to women, but unfortunately mm -hmm. women do buy it. You know, I'm right. going to tell them who they are. And right. I, I, I bought your makeup, like I said, and I just love, it's just so elegant. Mm. It, it's beautiful. Um, friends, I mean, you're going to have to go to her website, but it's like everbu.com and it's lip butter. She has scripture verses, everything the mm -hmm. Lord has shared with her. She has followed through Psalms 34 one. I mean, and tell us how you name it. Cause it's perpetual praise. I just love it. <laughs> I'm still right. Well, it's literally Psalm 34 one is my lips are full of perpetual praise. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, fitting perpetual praise on, um, lipstick, it, you know, it's kind of long, but also I loved it. And that's what I saw, you know, when I was reading perpetual, when I was reading Psalm 34 for the first time. And so, you know, and then Psalm 34 five is, where the other scriptures come into play. And I, it, you know, and then I started reading, you know, more of the Psalm and I was reading the word with the lens of women and their identity and how it's tied to beauty. And their the word is full of such beauty and, you know, especially the song of um, Solomon. Mm -hmm. And I myself personally my relationship with the Lord also grew because he was teaching me more of how to speak it, apply it, be it. And, you know, simultaneously as he was opening up these doors for me in the natural, in the spirit, what he was doing for me, I was having to let go of a lot of um, fear, mm -hmm. intimidation, and, you know, in, uh, doors were opening, which was great, but I, I feel like in this season, I really knew him as father and um, what that looks like and how a father covers you and carries you 
And so for me, he was doing a work on my identity. And it was almost like, I feel like if he couldn't have done this work in me, then there would be no way for me to encourage women for him to do the same work in them. And so I really had to, and I'm still like, I'm still, you know, letting go of mindsets and understanding who I'm called to be, but knowing him as father and him, you know, really opening up the word even more to me to really embrace being a daughter of the King and what that looks like. It's just been, it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard, but it's also been beautiful and I feel so grateful and so thankful and yeah, I'm excited for women, um, to, to go on that journey and really see what it means when you speak the word of God out loud over yourself, what does it do? And let him really, um, move in you and call out the hard things, right? Like what are the things that I'm believing, believing about myself that are not true Mm -hmm. and him walking with you to show you, you know, this is where this came from. And let me give you truth so that when that lie comes back, you're not buying into it, but this is who I say you are. And it's, it's a, you have to literally do the work. Right. Right. That's right. You have to do the work. And I love how you're in your cards, you have a card that comes with the makeup and you've said Mm -hmm. this several times during your story, speak it, apply it, be it. And I love how you have scripture verse, like you, Mm -hmm. you give a little tagline under each one, and then you give scripture verse. And also what our friends don't know is you also get a um, expo marker and it's everything on ever be it. She believes it. it's like, speak it, apply it, be it. And then with these cards that says, use the marks right on your mirror. Um, As Candace said, Psalms 34, one, my lips are full of perpetual praise. I could only imagine that when you wanted to put that on there, Candace, that you mm-hmm. probably had some people saying it's too long, shorten it yeah. or, right. <laughs> but you stay yeah. true to what God was telling you to do, which right. is great. Exactly. Um, so real quickly, how would you speak to people when God gives you a dream and there's all of a sudden so many voices that are mm-hmm. telling you, no, you should go this way. You should go that way. How did you combat that? What did you do? Gosh, I would say, first of all, get quiet with him. Mm-hmm. So all distractions, like let's just say you have all these people telling you, you know, and in some ways I had situations where these people are smarter than me. And I have to maintain a humble heart to say, Lord, okay, I'm not the expert in this. So I want to maintain a humble heart. But also, if this is something I need to go against, because you're saying I need to go against it, then I need to know. And so I feel like it was um, me getting quiet and and not getting lost in because here's what happened for me personally I could get lost in the voices mm-hmm. and go back to feeling really small and wanting to tuck my tail and run the opposite direction because it felt hard and because I didn't know and because I felt stupid and you know that's the easy way out mm-hmm. but instead you know after having conversations where people were saying this and saying that it's literally getting away 
laying it all down and getting quiet with him. And it's just this knowing and no, this is what you're saying. Okay, Lord, and trusting in it. And you know what? I have made mistakes. There have been times where I have gotten it wrong, but I think on the journey, what it's done for me is it said, okay, for me personally, this is when I know the Lord is saying this, Mm -hmm. this is when I know this is Candace and my flesh. And so really learning how to, you know, lean into the Holy spirit and know how you hear from him and not figuring it out based on how someone else does it, but literally figuring out how you and the Lord can get in the same cadence and sort of walk together. Um, It takes time. It takes effort. And it's frustrating because you will make mistakes. And so I think getting quiet and also holding on to, you know, the small puzzle piece. Mm. You know, he gave me so many small puzzle pieces along the way. And holding on to those things to say, no, this is what the Lord gave me. This is what I know. And then sticking to that. Mm, That's so good. I love it. Be still in the puzzle piece. Um, cause I am a visual person and I can just see that cause sometimes we want to toss that puzzle piece cause we don't think it matches or fits. Yeah. Um, and, but just being true to everything that the Lord wants for you. And I just love how you just, cause that's how God works and that's how he speaks mm-hmm. is through our whispers. And I really appreciate Candace, how you were just so vulnerable with us and just saying, you know, I made mistakes, Um, Mm -hmm. And it was frustrating and it was hard. And, you know, sometimes we fail to see the hard work. We only Mm -hmm. see the beginning and we see the end. And a lot of times we just want the end. We don't don't want the journey. We don't want the pruning process. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're done. Um, But like you said, during this journey, God was working also within you and with your identity Um, in your ministry, wow, God has just expanded and exploded, you know, bigger than what you had imagined, just the four walls of a church. Right. I, I think that's oh, just, really? yeah. I mean, I'm at Pittsburgh. You're in Nashville. We would <laughs> never typically meet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's such a good point. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and just like Priscilla Shire just hearing and seeing that and then highlighting you it's just like god because of your humble obedience your willingness to hold on to that puzzle piece that god gave you mm-hmm. it, he's just going to continue to expand your puzzle and reach other women mm-hmm. make them know hey you don't need that makeup that has this very derogatory label to right. it um, you're, right. you're worth more. You're, you're made awesome. more. And I just love it. Thank you so much, Candace, for joining us today. Is there a special scripture verse, uh, book that you would recommend to the, our friends today? A special, well, gosh, I have so many. So I love all scripture and I have really been like recently, my favorite scripture that I've been meditating on is James 2, 8. Okay. And it's basically um, about fulfilling the royal law that we have. Basically, that the royal law would be that we would love other people as much as we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been 
you know, meditating on that and then asking the Lord to really, you know, help me understand what it means to love ourselves. Because if we don't love ourselves, then we can't love our neighbor the way that we should. And so that's sort of what I've been, I've been meditating on. So it's James 2, 8, but you know, that scripture is found several places um, within the Bible. And I actually just finished this awesome Bible study. It was three weeks long and it was on the promises of God. Mm. And it's from, um, she reads truth. Okay. But let me tell you what I so loved about it was that it was so simple yet so profound because every Bible, every day, it starts with like two small paragraphs about whatever promise it is that they're talking about. And then literally the whole rest of the Bible study for that day is Old Testament scriptures and New Testament scriptures that kind of overlay one another that are connected. And I fell in love with understanding the promises of God and what that looks like. And I feel like sometimes in our culture, you know, we sing the promises of God are yes and amen. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree with that, but it's like truly biblically understanding what those promises are Mm -hmm. um, and holding fast to those. And it's not like, you know, God promised me a big giant house. So that promise is yes. And amen, you know, it's not, it's not that kind of promise. And it just gave me an appreciation um, for those promises and sort of rekindled a lot of things that I feel like I learned early on in my journey with God. But, you know, for example, forgiving sins, the fact that the Lord can forgive our sins Mm -hmm. and that's a promise like, holy cow, that's huge. If you sit and you really think about that. So, yeah, you know, not to say too much about that, but I've loved that. It's the promises of God and it's by She Reads Truth and the book itself is so beautiful. Um, So that's sort of what I've been what I've been doing um, lately. Oh, that's great. I need to check out that. And I, I think with forgiveness, I mean, that's so needed. Mm-hmm. In our society today, so, so many hurts, pain, um, mm-hmm. extend forgiveness and receive forgiveness is so key. So it's a three-week yes. Bible study by She Reads Truth, um, yes. and and that's wonderful. And I'm going to look into that. I really love hearing what everybody is reading um, right. it's during this COVID time. Like I said, in Pittsburgh, we're kind of in the green, but kind of <laughs> not. <laughs> so I'm always looking for something to read and just to grow. Um, and to sharpen the axe. Friends, if you want to know more about Candace Coffee and her beautiful story and all that she's doing to break off this falsehood that we believe mm-hmm. as women, you know, right. go to everbee.com. Um, I love her, her makeup. It is just so soft. It's butter. Like, what is it? I'm sorry. Cause I don't know much about lip butter. It literally, yes. <laughs> it's like so nice and smooth. It's moisturizing. It's just great. I love it. Um, so I was really grateful to, to find this and, and the favor is the one that I, I love that how you name them all favor. Um, mm-hmm. so, and it's so beautifully wrapped and packaged when you receive it, I feel like I'm receiving this beautiful gift from God. So it's like, you've thought of every single detail, even to the, um, beautiful purple, uh, velvet, uh, pouch that it comes in. Everything's in yeah. there. It's just so intricately d- 
delicately beautiful. And so I thank you, Candice, for joining Daring to Believe and being our guest today. And I'm so grateful that God has connected us together. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. And I love what Daring to Believe is doing. And I think it's needed. And I just, I appreciate you allowing me to share my story. Thank you. And thank you for joining Daring to Believe. I'm your host, Anna Aiken.